Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Kev. Tonight we'll be speaking about Sinister, which is our episode 11. Just a quick thing to chat about before we head straight into it. Um, since the very beginning, we've recorded our calls as, as you know, for the podcast as a team using Skype, and we were never really very happy with that because of the, the sound quality. I think it let the show down. Um, and we've been waiting on some equipment. That equipment has now come, so we're hoping tonight's will be a, a vast improvement, um, the audio anyway, on the past. So that's great that it's come and, and we can kick on like we want to. So let's talk about episode 11, Sinister. Washed up true crime writer Ellison Oswald finds a box of super hate moots, super hate, super hate, super hate home movies, which suggests the murder he's currently researching is the work of a serial killer whose work dates back to the 1960s. New details today in the grisly murders of a local family found earlier this week. I didn't want to move here. We couldn't afford to live in the old house anymore. Plus, the new story I'm writing is here. Is the story a good one this time? I'm going to write the best book that anybody's ever read. I got a really good feeling about this. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Family hanging out. Barbecue 79. That's the family who lived here. Do you think these are serial murders? I don't know. First one I found. Hello and welcome back to episode 11 of the Bones Horror Podcast, Dirty Dancing. Are you ready to talk about this, Steve? I can't wait. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be talking about it with a new mic, which I hope you can all hear. Which oh, is able to present me in Technicolor and 3D, and it's just the nuts. Do you know what? I even very, uh, it's in the intro about very, your new very equipment. Much the Technicolor yawn, I think, Stephen. The what? The Technicolor yawn. Yawn. <laughs> and Graham's with us this week. Who, as who, well. is, it, who is this prick? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Graham with us. Paul pulls away again on one of his nudist weekends. So we've got Graham with us. Hello again. <laughs> so we're going to talk about... So it's not really Dirty Dancing. Oh, um, come on. Really? We're talking about I've watched that about film Sinister. four times this week. I know, I know. I bet Stephen has, definitely. I think yeah. he's got it on an endless loop, actually. Yeah, he loves his Dirty Dancing. It's just amazing. What's <laughs> her that, name? That's Swayze, isn't it? Who's the other one? Who's, who's the girl in it? Is it Jennifer, Jennifer Grove? I was going to say baby, Jason Lee. Baby That's in the corner, it? wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's Jennifer yeah. Grey, Ferris yeah. Bueller's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. she is, isn't she? Yes, she is. Speak of the English, dick, <laughs> dick head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we better get to what we've been doing this week, mate. Let's let's let's. I've not been doing a lot, to be honest with you. I had a couple of couple of jobs, um, doing a lot around the house. And watching lots of movies as usual. How about you, Steve? I've been deflating people. Oh, okay. The old deflation. <laughs> you know, continue the trend of throwing endless ruined lives into the massive canyon I leave in my wake. And other than that, yeah. 
working and trying to stay employed. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Well, it helps. Yeah. But there's, you know, the world is relaxing. Well, UK is anyway at the moment. So yeah. It's all uh, kind I'm of going now, back now that the rest of the country normal. is relaxing, I'm relaxing far less. Really? Yeah. Well, I've, I've what? taken up wearing a face mask now that everyone else has given them up. Oh, okay. So that you're really the one walking idea. around with a face face mask. Is that a yes. nice face mask? Oh, it's lovely. It's, it's, it's bound to help, isn't it? Well. <laughs> it, it helps especially when I'm around your house and I put it over my eyes, Steve. <laughs> Lame. Oh, dear. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about Sinister. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, Sinister, Rotten Tomato, what do you think, Steve? Oh, what do I think it got? Um, what do you think? I would have said it's pretty average, about 68, 69, 70%. Yeah, yeah, 64 I've got. Okay, a bit higher than I thought. Off the old okay. internet. But, like, yeah, it was, it was an average film uh, with a three million budget, and it made 87 million. From no, a three no, million I think that's budget. enough to consider it yeah. successful. That's yeah, so good. Jason Blum, so the Blum House, kind of insidious, that kind of thing. So mm. it's come from them. They make, you know, they, their budgets are normally round about that mark. And they do seem to make a huge amount of money. Um, so it was directed by Scott Derrickson. Um, he directed Exorcism of Emily Rose and Doctor Strange. I don't know if you've seen that, yeah. you guys. Yes, I, I have I, seen I, Doctor I like Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. So he, he directed that. Um, so it starred Ethan Hawke, a lady called Julietta oh, Highlands. I bet we've got a Thailands. Um, and it had James Ransom in it. Now, he was Eddie Kasparak from it, too, and he played Deputy So and So. Ah, he was so quite that, a good character, that was, actually. Yeah, he like. was Eddie Kasparak. He stood out, I thought, in that film. Yeah, um, he was a lot than cleverer than he first looked. Yes, but you know, you know how I feel about Eddie and it too. He's my hero. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I thought he played that well. Probably the standout for me. Mm-hmm. So we can uh, head on into the bit that I like to call the beginning of the movie. So we've all watched it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, this, this is everyone, a new thing. This is a new thing. For the last couple time weeks, in a while, no one's watched it. There's three people on the podcast, and they've all watched the film we're trying to talk about. This is becoming. Well, it's just usual. a bad habit, really, isn't it? Well, it must stop immediately. <laughs> well, we'll so, see. Depends how it goes. Well, I'm glad we've all watched it and really mm. enjoyed it. So, mm. let's. So, true crime writer Ellison Oswald moves to a home where a family was murdered. Um, I'm not sure how many people were hanged. Was it? They were all there hanging. Four from hung, hanged from four the tree. From the tree, and there was yeah. one missing. Yeah. The one from the yes. family missing. And the Stephanie. Stephanie was missing. Exactly. Little girl. So he wants to write a book about the murders. Um, I think he did have some... He must have had some success in his books. He, he did. did um, Kennedy but I think yeah. Blood, I think it was called. Yeah, Kennedy yeah. Blood. It was something like that. But the, the overriding motivation was to write another book that was any good, which he'd failed to do for some considerable time. Yeah. yeah, so he was struggling. I don't know if he had writer's block or just shit stories. But 
Yeah. It wasn't going well. No. So they all move into this house. His he has a son who seems to get you know kind of night terrors. We'll, we'll go into that. He has a daughter. Trevor and wife, Ashley, wasn't it? Yeah, and his wife kind of moans him a lot. Yeah. Which is kind of normal, I would have thought, in a marriage. That is normal, but did you notice mm-hmm. how easily her mood changes when he says the right thing? She sort of goes... Yeah, and... I thought that was a bit weird, actually. Well, it is a bit it's weird. Like, uh, that's, uh, not, that's not it's not real. It's pretty she lame go, oh, character. Well, fine, then. Yeah. Yeah, but you go, it goes beyond that. It's not just, that's fine. She's back to giggling and, oh, I love you and all of this stuff. It's like, you were furious about three seconds ago. What's going on? She... I, I had a look at her, and I, I didn't really mention what she'd been in because, like, she's only been in about three or four films and some crappy mm-hmm. TV programs. So I don't know if it was her acting or just well, crap yeah. lines I gave her. Um, but Probably she didn't both. come across. Yeah, she didn't come across that well for me, anyway. No, I agree. Um, no, I, a... I, I'm tempted. To, I, I, I thought and, she was a bit of a whining bitch, to be honest. But and, there you go. And I don't think she got <laughs> naked at all. So, like. What the fuck? Exactly. So, Ellison, they're moving in, and he finds a box in the attic that contains a projector and several reels of Super 8. So, now I now know it's Super 8 millimeter footage. Yeah. Um, and they're all labelled as horror movies. Well, no, not... What am I? Like home movies, horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> But they are, you know. So... He starts playing. He sets it all up. Why does he set it up anyway? Is, is he well, he's just curious anything? to start with, I think. Yeah. Isn't he? he doesn't know what they but are. He, he, <clears throat> he does make the comparison because there's a photograph taken in the uh, in the files that he got. I don't know how he actually got hold of all these police files, evidence photographs and everything. Yeah. But there's yeah. a photograph of the loft and it's empty. And then when he yeah. goes up to the loft in the house, this box is there. Mm. So it's like, how did the box get there? He actually makes a note of that. It's, it's a key plot point. I'm amazed you missed it. I miss a lot of things, mate. I get confused <laughs> by... <laughs> the thing is, like, somewhere happened in my house, like, you know, a couple of the boys will start fighting or something as I'm trying to watch a movie and I have to stop it. And mm. I miss things all the time. Unless I watch something three or four times, um, yeah, I'm no good at watching a movie once. We've been given it a bit the of a wrong break. career being a movie reviewer, you know. Yes, yeah, but <laughs> this is great because hopefully between the three of us, we, we might pick everything up. And I learned something. Like Paul used to tell me all sorts, but only after the podcast had ended. So we, we tried, we tried, we tried to change that, didn't we, Steve? We could try to get him more involved. Yeah, um, but he, he, uh, he, he, he was failed crippled that. by the pressure. <laughs> He couldn't so, handle it. He couldn't handle it when we actually demanded that, information from him. He's like, uh, what? Uh, 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 that's a, well, I didn't really watch it this week. No. <laughs> he just read somebody else's review. Maybe. Yes. Like, yeah, well, probably. Now, the first movie he watched was, it was The Hanging One, wasn't it? Or was it the... Yeah, I think, I, I think it was, yes. Yeah, it was The Hanging... Because I, I remember more, because they had a quite... What you see is quite. All these movies are quite scary, aren't they? They're quite realistic. All these home movies. Mm. 
I, I, well, that's I supposed that to was, be is the yeah. I think that's the point, isn't it? It was well, it was well done. Mm. Um, they were quite brutal and quite it captured um, the whole well, the, mood of it. That, the thing that got me is that each one, it initially it plays more like a general home movie of like the backyard barbecue or the pool yes, party yeah. or whatever, um, mm. and then it cuts to the murder. And I think that gives it quite a sinister edge. And it, it, it wasn't until about the second or third home movie that I saw where I realised this is not a deliberate family home movie. This is the the killer filming, yeah, but, like, surreptitiously, you know, like behind the hedge or whatever. Yeah. Which added a, a little bit of an extra creepy edge to it, you know. Well, I thought they were really well done, that though that... Those that part of the movies, like what was the second one? Um, I think was it the, the drowning second, one, or was it? No, I the think arson? the second one was the burning car the car, on car. Fire. yeah, yeah. But the hanging one, which you begin that's at the very, very start, isn't it? You see that, yeah, on its own before you know anything else. And the creepy I part thought, of it, uh, carry on. Well, I was just gonna say that when the branch broke. And they were lifted up, being hanged. Yeah, the the movement seemed to me a bit kind of slow motion, a bit subdued. It's like when if you were desperate to escape a rope around your neck, you'd have thought the legs would have been flailing a little bit quicker. But they were just sort of like like they were walking in space. Like yeah, it was this slow and sort of. There like, were two. There were two things I noticed about that particular one. Um, the first one was it was a little extra creepy because it wasn't entirely because you know it's it's old Super Eight film so it's quite grainy it's a little out of focus that kind of thing and you could see the the blade that was soaring through the branch but it it wasn't immediately evident that that's what was going on it looked it looked almost like a sort of editing accident that this thing was left in at one point because there was no clear sign of of who was doing it obviously the reason for that plays you you get the understanding for that later in the film but yes. the other thing i noticed was that when the the branch did separate the whole tree lurched yeah oh. that was another thing i noticed and i thought was a little odd but oh. <laughs> Those whole bits are quite odd, isn't it? They had like it's very well done, I I think. Whether that was on purpose or not, I don't know. Hmm. But the, like the car bit was quite brutal. Yes. Um, and the drowning was somewhere else because there there's parts where they they actually he captures um a figure a person. Well, the, the um, drowning was the first one where he noticed it. Yeah. The, and they get pulled into the pool. Mm. What, are the, what are they on? They're not on... But they're on, like, lounges. Like, yeah. Poolside lounges. They get pulled in, and it's... And obviously, they just drowned. But, yeah, you get a, an image which he tries to capture, doesn't he, with his... Does he have real set on fire or something? Yeah. Something goes on when he when he Would, tries to capture it or edit it. 
Well, well he, he leaves the funny it thing. paused for too long. The, the bulb, yeah. I think, burns through the film because he's got it exactly. Paused. And that's the ridiculous thing, actually, that because um, I, 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 watched not... with, I watched this film with Josie, and when he hit pause and left it on the uh, on the screen being projected, I, the first thing I said to her was. You don't want to leave it like that too long. He's going to burn the film. And then a few seconds later, the film catches fire. I said, fucking told you. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know that was a thing. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was like, I I took it as like some supernatural paranormal. thing. Set, yeah, it's set yeah, fire to it. Not that yeah. it's a, na- no, no, a natural it's just, thing. It's pure yeah. physics. Yeah, I didn't know that. So you learn something new. That's like something Paul would say. You should, have, you should have known better. The After one, the podcast. Yeah. The, the one piece of the film that was interesting is the one bit that he burnt beyond repair. So there's a bit of a mistake. And yet yeah. somehow he seemed to manage to piece it together again and digitize well, it onto his he, laptop. In in the box, they had the, the, the little splice kit for the film. Yeah. And then he watched yeah. a YouTube video on how to splice film. <laughs> so yeah, now he's an expert. You can't it's splice what film. you do with YouTube. You can't splice things back into film that you've just burned. No, no. And, and in fairness, he did struggle to capture the, the image that he wanted to get from that film. Well, there you go. Schoolboy error. Shouldn't have set fire to it. Well, yeah. I think that's the general rule with any evidence. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's just talk about the, his wife and that kind of realises or asks him that did he know about they're moving into a house of a murdered person, and they've obviously had problems with this before. Yeah, and in fairness to him, his, his argument uh, that he uses that he didn't lie, he didn't. The question she asked was, "Have we moved two doors down from a murder house?" No, we've moved. And he said, into "No, it. we haven't." Yeah, right. we've moved in the house. <laughs> yeah, we've only moved happened into in the, the garden. House. Only happened in the garden. But this well, is only. That, I... <laughs> it, it, it's all, all in the name of finally writing another book that people want to buy. Yeah, so and, and on I a think downward trend. I think his his motives are, are clear, and and I'd, I'd say in in real world quite reasonable. However, clearly she's not comfortable, and well, she as knows it turns he's a out, terrible writer. <sighs> I haven't read any of his books. He strikes me she a little has. bit. He strikes me a little bit like Angela Lansbury in Murder She Wrote. <laughs> oh wow! Angela Lansbury. Now, <laughs> nice. Now we obviously a that. bit less wrinkly and more male. But yeah, <laughs> did she really do like? Well, maybe she did. Yeah. Well, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, did yeah, but did she? She was Jessica Fletcher, like supernatural. No, it was never supernatural. She she pretty much turned up to places. Somebody got murdered, and then she'd go in pointing a bloody cragged finger at people. You know, like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah Sh- Sherlock Holmes with a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. if we talk about he gets someone else involved to give him a hand, that you know the the, the deputy policeman, deputy so. So and so. So and so. Well, I yes. suppose we should we should mention the fact that the sheriff was there when they were On moving. The day in. they moved in, I basically said, "Get out of my town! You're not yeah. welcome here. Your writing's terrible. Just fuck off." Was his writing that bad? 
Well, he didn't like it, did he? The sheriff, he said. No, the, sh- yeah, the, sh- the thing is that the, the way the sheriff put it was that, you know, in, in his writings, he seemed to point towards ineptitude with police officers. And I can yeah. understand why the sheriff might object to that point of view. Yeah, because that's <laughs> never happened, has it? I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm just saying that, you know, police officers don't like to be told when they're wrong. No, no they don't like that at all. No. At all. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice knowing you, Graham. No. <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> I don't tell hey. them they're wrong. I'm just recognising they don't like it. You just said it publicly. <laughs> well, in a sense. <laughs> They don't even know my first name. Yeah. So he gets so he gets so and so involved anyway, and he gives him some information on the murders happening at different times, um, beginning in the nineteen sixties, in different cities across the country. He also learns that a child from each family went missing, following every every murder. Hmm. So he doesn't, you know, these murders happen, but one of them lives, but. Disappears. Well, they don't know if they lived or not, do they? Well, no, never, they don't. But never there's, found. there's one. There's a child not found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Was it always the youngest? I'm, I'm not sure. They all seem to be. I think it was. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if, if it was. Be. It may well have been. I would have missed it anyway, Steve, if it had been. But um, <laughs> I there's definitely was. one, one from every family who was not murdered. Not not found at the scene anyway. Um, so I don't know how many years that was over. I, I know beginning the sixties. Does it go all the way through seventies, eighties? Doesn't mm. seem to be that many. Was it no, many, it's, it's almost end, like one it? per decade. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's not like right. it. Not like Pennywise. He was was he twenty seven years? Wasn't yeah, he? no, this is more frequent than that. Yeah, so one night. Ellison hears the projector running in, in, in the attic. We call them lofts in the UK, in the attic. Um, and he finds all the children sat there in the attic watching one of the films. Ooh, isn't that quite a long way in? Well, Very yeah. long way in. Yeah, okay. But what happens, that's what I'm saying, like there's, there's this, this this middle section we're talking about. Um right. okay. But like, other than, I'm just trying to think of what how else happens. So obviously, he watches more and more movies, and well, what I suppose is coming to light in the middle is that there's more happening. There's unnatural goings on, but they probably are paranormal related. That happening more and more and freaking him out he turns to the bottle he starts smoking he's sort of a bit stressed out by it his kids are being stressed out by it there's some kind of activity in that house i think that yes. he didn't initially expect or believe would be possible but that house has got some kind of significance and is reacting to their presence i guess in some way does he meet? Sorry, this is where, where I may have missed something as well. When he sees the children sitting in the attic, is this yeah. at the original house or the house he moves to? That's at the house that's he moves the, to, I believe. That's the house they moved into at the beginning of the film. Yeah, so not the one. <laughs> no, the one at the end of the film is their original house that they had moved from. 
from, right? Because the discussion does happen that they hadn't actually sold that house at the time of moving into the new one. That's why they're so poor, and there was that whole argument at the beginning, and then they just moved back there. And you you see the kids again more and more, but what you don't realise when he pokes his head up the loft and sees the kids watching the movie... Well, I didn't, unless there were some clues I didn't pick up on. At that point, you don't realise that each one of those is the survivor of yes. the family. The, the mm. youngest child, I believe. And his own youngest child, Ashley, I think, was about to become the next one. Yes, Ashley. Yeah. So, from... You've so I'm still in that house Stephen. at the moment. We're hmm? still in this house at the moment. Well... So Boogie, Boogie, is that what we're going to call him? Mr. Boogie. That's that's how it's spelt, but it seems a bit weird. Yeah. So he appears in that loft, attic. Yeah, he does. With his children. And he makes Alison fall off the ladder. That's what I've got written down here. That that, that is true. It was in a really ineffective jump scare. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest, was it? He, He falls... Well, Ellison thought decent it was. Height. He fell, bounced off every step of the ladder onto the floor, and was really freaked out. So it definitely so worked that, on him. So that point, he takes the camera and the projector and that, and he takes it outside and tries to set fire to it, which we've yes. already discussed. It's really bad to set fire to evidence. Mm. Yeah, so he, he sets fire to it, and him and his wife go right. We're going back to the old house. Yeah. Not before. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Didn't because the 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 home movies reappear. I know they reappear in the uh, yeah, they the house that they go the... back to. You get but, the extended cuts. But get... did they not reappear before they moved as well? I uh, didn't notice that. Or maybe I might. I may have. I may have slightly confused. I only watched it the once. Okay. Yeah. So I. <sighs> I think he finds the projector and that in in his attic, at the, in the old house, in, in the house he yeah, moves yeah, back to. Definitely, yes. But these are these are labelled up as extended cut endings. Yes. So there's a bit more. Mm-hmm. You certainly see a lot more about you know. Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so we talk about the, the way there. It seems that every murder, the, the whole thing kind of goes from the old house to the new house, doesn't it? Um, there, there's a yes. So each new murder occurred shortly after the family moved from the crime scene into their new residence. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah? That is the link that they trace it through the timeline. Yeah, and so they're at they're at a house and something had happened there, and yeah, and they, then they then they move. But... They move and then 
the same thing happens at the new house. And it keeps happening. And then the family that subsequently moves into the house of the latest murder, when they move to a new house, the murder happens there at the new house. That's how it travels. Yep. And what, what, so the, the idea is that what he's done by taking his family out of the out of the house they moved into at the beginning of the film is he's, he's actually made... triggered the next stage. Yeah, he's made it of really the murder bad. chain, un- yeah, totally unbeknownst what, to him. What is actually initiating this process? In his case, Mister Boogie. Mister Boogie. Right. It's all so, Mister Boogie. So he he watches the videos, doesn't he? For like yeah. the extra the extra scenes with. Well, no, hang on. I want to get this because I think there's that business with the the symbols, isn't there? And that weird, yes. uh, What is it? A professor or something? Yeah, he was like a symbologist or something like that. Yeah, and the theory was, if I remember rightly, that those images had the power of something or other. And it was particularly adept at uh, possessing children, in particular. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the child doesn't the child have to see the image? Yes, but that's what happened early on. Is the kids were in his office or something or other, and they'd they'd seen imagery that was symbolic of this uh, boogeyman, and I guess that the youngest so one Ashley, is the most vulnerable. Yeah. Is the reason why. So, See, that's they are the now. I, that, that's one possessed. thing that I didn't quite figure out is that the the little girl who, you know, the youngest of this family, she was drawing pictures uh, on the wall. You know, she was she she was a keen artist. They let her paint on her walls in her bedroom, yeah. and she drew a picture of of the the hanging in the tree. Yeah. And there's no way she could have seen it, known about it. So something told her about that. And later on in the film, it's later on the film. It is shown that she's basically having conversations, as it were, with one of the previous children. But yeah, but it's never really kind of explored as to what other link there may have been, other than she's. A little child in this house where Stephanie, what was the the missing child, and perhaps she led her into it. We don't know. Maybe, maybe. So there is there is an element of sort of demonic influence, I guess. In, in all the in, kids are quite scared of that boogie man, Mister Boogie, aren't they? It appears so. Well, the, yeah. the bo- what in the film or generally? Right in, well, in the film, right. No, look like when they actually see him, they all kind of disappear, don't they, quite quickly? Yeah, like even, in, even, in, yeah even in the 8mm film that they're watching at the end, when Mr. Boogie Man appears, they all run into their rooms, don't they, and disperse, and he then walks into the movie carrying Ashley. Mm. Now, is that fear or obedience? I don't know. Convenient for filmmaking, I suspect. It, yeah, there we go. It, it's film convenience. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're pretty much like 
at the end of this movie, aren't we? So mm. the parents are drugged, aren't they? Uh, yes. Well, uh, so Ashley I, drugs I, her father, I think, doesn't he? And she. What, rather... what was it with? Did you? Okay, I can't even. I don't know. But it, that, but it appeared to glow bright green. Yes. yes. So she, she put pretty it in weird tea or whatever it was. Yeah, but I don't know what that was. Bright green. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually glowing. I mean, it's mixed quite with dark. his coffee. Mixed with it's his just coffee. a really advanced mold. Saying, good night, Daddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That that's how oh. she drugs him, and presumably, I mean, I think it's it's once again it's this common thread that, and it maybe explains why uh, the point you made earlier about the legs not kicking as the branch fell and the the four were ha- were hanged. Um, oh, you think they were drugged? Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's a fairly consistent thing that the, the the all the victims are drugged prior to their ultimate demise with bright green shit. With with bright green shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we don't know what the bright green shit is or where they get the gro- bright bright green be notorious shit from, maybe you're green green one clearly. You've got to have a calling card, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> so Edison wakes to find him, him and Tracy and, and his boy bound and tied up on the floor and gagged. And mm. and basically, Ashley uh, is filming it. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. If I can remember. That, and, that, that's the ultimate thing is that all the murders end up because Kids they, they yeah. um, in the extended cuts, each time after the murder itself, it, it shows the child and they just put their fingers to their lips like in a shh motion. Yeah. And and that's, that's it. it. It basically shows that the, the children committed the murders in each yeah, and every case. Uh, so, I'm just trying. To... You've blown Kev's mind now. He hasn't oh, watched any of the films. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of regret watching the film now. <laughs> it's good. It's a good film. Um, so she, she, I presume. I don't. You don't. Do you see her chop them? She's got an axe anyway. Um, mm, she looked like she meant business. See, she it, meant it was a good size and, axe, and it kind of. Ends, you know. I don't think you see her. Do you see? I, I, you, I can't you don't see her it. actually dismember them, no. But what you do see, because in the lid of the box where the films are kept, there are drawings. Yeah, which is where oh. we learn he's Mister Boogie. Um, and and each time it depicts the the murder, how it happened. And where Mr. Boogie was at the time. Because each time Mr. Boogie is there. He's great, isn't he? <laughs> Bloody pedophile. He's gr- he great. Are you talking about me or Mr. Boogie? Mr. Boogie. Mr. Oh, that's Boogie's, all right, then. <laughs> he's, ab- he's abducting children, quite literally, into 8mm film. I mean, what other conclusion yeah. can you draw? And there will be another one. So whoever... There is a Sinister 2, yes. Yeah, there is, and it's got 
deputy so and so in it. So I'm going to have to watch it, and it's meant to be terrible. But I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to watch it. Law of diminishing returns, I think. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is absolutely meant to be a terrible film, which is sad, really, because it's quite a good I, idea. Like, it's, it's I don't know. I, I I think I think the film set itself up to have a sequel quite happily, yeah. um, without being. Yeah. Well, without being proven of concept, you know, there's there's other ways that film could have ended while resolving itself so that if no sequel happened, everyone's content. But if a sequel did happen, you could find a way of um, of doing it. I didn't expect them all to die. I thought there'd be some kind of bright ending to it because it's quite I, a dark I, film. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't expect them to go full Thelma and Louise on us, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. But, it, 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 in that sense, it's kind of unsatisfying because it's like, well, we've just gone through all this and literally nothing is resolved. Nothing's resolved other than... Someone's going to buy the house part. and it's all going to carry on. We've got sequel yeah. after sequel after sequel. Which, you know, I haven't seen the second one, so neither have I. And, I don't, I don't, I've got I don't no know. intention of seeing it, if I'm honest. I think I'm going to have to just to see that James Rizone in it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it. So, uh, so yeah. So Ashley ends up the daughter, the youngest, ends up going with Mister Boogie and, and and the rest of the children. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do in their spare time. I'm not sure. So what they get Rank? up to in between, yeah, in between what? <laughs> killing, taking someone else and killing their family. But yeah, if it's every 10 years or whatever it's meant to be. Well, the thing is, it's going to be triggered when somebody moves house, isn't it? Yeah. So it could so be some, so a year. The, could be. The, the sequel is going to be somebody moves into the, the Ellison house after they've all died, goes through some similar procedure thinks, oh shit, there's murder stuff going on here, I'm going to get out. And then, lo and behold, they get murdered in their new home. Yeah. As I say, it, it, it's it's something but that do they, they have to move for years. Do they have to move into um, Ellison's house that he lived in at the end, i.e. the original house, and then move somewhere else for this to repeat? Or do they Seems have to move to. into the, the bungalow that he, he moved to I think it's the house that wherever he died in. Yeah, so I mean the, the, the system so seems to be target. moves from house to house rather so than yeah. someone, repeating. Someone needs to move there and then move somewhere else. It, it yeah, seems so that's how it. That's how it. it yeah, okay. Yeah, it attaches so what, what you need to do is not when 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 the house goes on the market cheap because of the family was all brutally murdered. Is go no, I'm not going to move in there yet. I'm going to wait for someone else to buy it first. And then when they move out, because everything got too freaky, I'll buy it on the cheap, but yeah. I'll be perfectly safe. I think the thing is, don't move. It's, it's the point of the movie. Well, then you'll never make money don't, on the house. Don't, don't move out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look at what happened. They, they didn't care about money by the end of it. He didn't even care about his book. They just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Just get yeah. out of there. Get and wasn't out. the sheriff pleased? He, he certainly was. Yeah, I still don't understand all that, but there you go. He didn't like. Yeah, I think we covered this. He he was offended by something in a previous book. Yeah, yeah. The sheriff just didn't like him. Yeah, I mean, uh, was there any chairs or 
There were some chairs. Wardrobes. There were some chairs. There were chairs, wardrobes. There was a there was a massive cardboard boxes. Yeah, there wasn't. I don't think there was any jump scares in wardrobes. No jump know. scares in wardrobes. There were a few attempts at jump scares, but honestly, they were almost. It was almost like they were they were formulaically timed. <laughs> oh yeah, they really had it. It was so predictable. They knew exactly how to tell you it was going to happen. In particular, there was one where the music was building up and fading and everything. And then there was a bit where the music went quiet completely. And I was like, well, yeah, here it comes. And it was just that like second and a half and bang. Yeah. It was, it was too perfectly timed. Yeah. The other one, As I mean, a- there, there um, were obvious scenes. He printed out a picture of the bushes, the ones where Mr. Boogie's face was visible in the bush behind the tree. When the when the people were hanged on on yeah. uh, by you know by the dropping branch, and he holds it right up in front of the bush, and I actually said to Josie when we were watching, I said, "Yeah, you're going to regret holding that photo up when you bring it down." And sure enough, he takes it down, and there's the face in the tr- in the bush. And it's like, yep, yeah, too far too <laughs> predictable on that one. It it was it was like it was like somebody read horror movie one hundred and one. And just followed it to the letter. Yeah. <laughs> kind of was a bit. Well. <laughs> this is where Kev said he really liked uh, it. <laughs> no, Sinister 2 came out in 2015, which... Seems like a mistake. Film, when, when did that film come out? The original, was it 2012? Yeah. Yeah, it seems that it was a mistake. A bit of a wasted... You know, it could, it could have been. They could have finished it off properly. At least got rid of Mister Boogie. Um, well, no, they don't even have to get rid of Mister Boogie. What they needed was some element of hope at the end of this film, rather than just the inevitable, endless yeah. sequel chain that they clearly wanted to get. How, how many? There probably be, there be been? another one. Just the two. Uh, two, yeah. So two sequels or two films? No, just just two films. Just, yeah, you got that one the second, sequel. That, the second that sequel, bombed. the first sequel, did not perform well enough no, to actually no warrant more commissions, did it? But anyway, mm. listeners, <laughs> that was sinister. Now, can we talk boners? Mm. Do you want to go first, Steve? Okay. Because after Hereditary, which, which was, I think you gave a one, didn't you? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, I'm it's, quite upset about that. <laughs> sorry, but it was terrible. Okay. And this is not as bad. And but it didn't exactly uproot any trees. So this was a pull pick, by the way. For ev- for everyone, yeah. pull pick this, and he's not even on it. No, this is <laughs> so swim we blame song. Paul for our pain. This is the yes. last time we will have to endure a pool choice. <laughs> so we've had ravenous, yeah, which was shit. <laughs> Lots of I mean, chairs in that, though. I yeah. seem to remember. It's one redeeming Lots of chairs, feature. Big fucking pile of chairs. Well, it's a redeeming feature to one of us, anyway. <laughs> and <laughs> then he managed to pick something else. I believe near enough at random, it, which was. Right? Uh, yeah. no, that's yours. Was it? Or both of them? I think he I think chose they were. it. No, I, well, okay, maybe. 
but I think with Hereditary, he accidentally excelled himself in sheer utter no, garbage. No, I, I picked that. Well, then you excelled <laughs> yourself in sheer. Utter I just garbage. think it was too. I just think it was too. Um, I don't. I'm going to say the word intelligent. I don't think your brain coped with it. That was all. No, it didn't cope with it because it was shit. No. <laughs> shit, yeah. However, <laughs> so let's get to your bones. Shit, your how brain many, can cope with it. How many bones? I'll give it five. Ooh, that's good for you, Steve. It's not so terrible in many ways. It has its many faults, but it's not. What did you enjoy about it? The end. <laughs> <We're ending. laughs> the end credits they were re- that was a really nice font <laughs> well I, I i don't know i i stuck with it without being absolutely bored there were parts of me thinking you know is it gonna pick up or what but the way it ended i did quite like actually the way that the story started to make sense and you realized that the kids that were I wasn't sure to begin with. I thought it was his own kids that were haunting him in the middle of the darkness and jumping behind him and all stuff like that. He couldn't see him, could he? But they were like, there were a few jump scares where there was like a girl's face just when he moved out of shot. She was right there. And I thought to begin with that was Ashley, but I don't think it was. It was Stephanie. It was mm. the other girl from before. So I was a, I was sort of interested in what was really going on there. And then... As that started to unravel, I thought that last sort of, I don't know, quarter of an hour, 20 minutes were quite an interesting idea. It tied it, just, it together. Yeah. It tied it together quite nice. Now, I quite like the way that unfolded. It just took its time getting there, I suppose. And his wife was really annoying. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I yeah, need someone, someone else. She needed a bit more, more character. More interesting. Yeah, a bit yeah. more character. She was a bit bland. Yeah. Um, she had, she had quite a nice nightie on there. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> no boobs anyway, in this, by the way. No boobs, but there were yeah, boobs in yeah, the quite nighty. nice night. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you couldn't see them. No. How about you, Graham? What? what how many? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be. Well, obviously, this is the first um, official mm. boner rating I can give. Yes. Um, but I, I'm I'm going to be a little bit generous. I'm going to give it six. Nice. Okay. Uh, I mean, it instantly earned two boners by virtue yeah. of the fact that I watched it to the end without falling asleep. That's that's a bonus when you can do so, that. By that respect, it has already surpassed at least two of the Star Wars sequel trilogy movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Why is my grow? But honestly, it, it was a it was a Graham real stayed awake for a whole film. It's got to be worth <laughs> <a> six. <laughs> no, no, no. That that in itself is worth two. <laughs> but it 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 was a quite a slow. St- it was a slow start to the yeah. film. Um, yeah. But once once it found its direction, and and you're like, okay, this is what's going on. It, it it managed to do just enough to keep you engaged. It was it was far from perfect execution anywhere, but it it did keep us going. And and I th- I think you know from a, a, a sort of plot perspective, it 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 showed a lot of potential. So it, yeah, it, it, I'm giving it six. 
six bonus. Kept you interested. I, yeah. I'm going to, personally, I'll give it a six as well. Um, it was interesting idea. It was different. I loved the kind of the Super 8 bits. I think that was quite dark. They were quite, for me, quite scary. Um, it's the noise that went with those as well. Yeah, the noise I, of the I, actual projector in the film. It's the noise and the grainy element of yeah. that. You know that film quality. You, you just it gives it a sense of eeriness. It's like watching JFK I, again. Yeah, I and, watched, it, and it doesn't fill the frame, does it? As well, no. It's bordered, which just sort of adds a different. I don't know why that's, a, effect, that's a typical but... trope, anyway. You know, add the border to show that it's, this isn't what's actually happening. It's being shown on another medium. Yeah. But it was quite I, pronounced I actually, in this one. Very much yeah, I, so, yeah. I, I watched a movie this week anyway that had that grainy, and I'll talk about it in a bit. And it it does, it does add something to it, you know, that... Oh yeah, it can do. Yeah, it's, it's quite it's it's quite scary. So I'm I'm going to give a six. So between us, what six, twelve, and a five, seventeen. So what are we saying? It's going to be five and a half, six, isn't it? You know, which isn't bad. Yeah, had worse. Is, yeah, it's no, up there with Hereditary, there's, to be honest. There's say. definitely worse so, films out there. <laughs> so, definitely yeah, there's definitely worse. worse films and it will keep you entertained and it is quite chilling at times yeah Whereas just don't expect to run no jump scares because they're a bit crap <laughs> there's no yeah so we're giving well, yeah. six bonus so this is we, we are now at you know we, we've done alright tonight three quarters an hour talking about this movie yeah you could have watched half of it but so we're going to get on it's what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously. What have you been watching? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to get so, embarrassing. Yeah, but I have watched... Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, yeah. I've, I've watched, actually watched a bit this week. So, so like, do you want me to speak first? Please How do. long are you going to go on for? I don't know, five minutes. That's mm, good. It means go we have to talk for less. Go on in. Yeah. First one I watched, I re-watched um, when my son Annabelle comes home, um, which is the third Annabelle film in the Conjuring universe, um, which is basically based on uh, the, the museum. So you watched Conjuring, Steve, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, those people, uh, the Warrens, it actually, there is a part in that film where, I don't know, if we haven't watched, have we watched Conjuring 2 yet? We haven't, have we? No, just the one. So so the museum is based around there. So the, the Warrens go away and they get a babysitter in and her friend and they look after the little girl. You remember the little girl? So, mm-hmm. and one of them, well, one of the people babysitting is a bit nosy and goes in the museum and kind of releases Annabelle from her, her uh, box. And then it all kicks off. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of demons and, and things in, you know, some of them objects are kind of possessed oh, um, yeah. and it releases them. And it, it honestly is the best one of the three. Um, 
I don't think it's out on Netflix or Prime or anything. I, I own it. So I li- literally got a deal on it and thought, well, I'll have that. So that was well worth a watch. And I watched it with my boy and he loved it, which is quite nice because, you know, this is Ollie as well, the oldest one. So it's quite nice to sit there and watch a film with him and he enjoyed it. Um, the second one I watched, I didn't actually realise at the time that the, the, the kind of writer-director of the film was a paedophile, but... Here we go. Here we go. So, Jeepers Creepers. Don't know if you've seen that. Nope. No. It is a great film, but there's a big but there. About is it a the, bit the... comedy-like? No, there, there's a guy... I keep wanting to think it's a, like a spoof, like scary no, movie. No, it, it's, it's not a spoof at all. Um, there's a guy who drives this kind of black, like lorry-like van thing, and it goes extremely fast, and he terrorises people on the road, you know, shunting them and all these things. And he also kind of... It just sounds like me when I'm on my way to a gig. Yeah, yeah. And he kills people and throws them in this hole he has at this house and oh. yeah and terrorize and terrorizes people and turns their bodies into weird bloody things not you know it's a great premise for for a film i, I enjoy it three quarters of the way through obviously it's i didn't know that when i looked into it it was a pedophile director should um, that matter there are no I don't know. It just changes my my thoughts because, like, I grew up, you know, liking certain types of music, and then I found out that they were paedophiles, and I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> that, do you know that, what I mean? says, that says something potentially about your taste in music. We brought up on Gary Glitter. Mm. There is a pattern that's here. what I was thinking about because <laughs> I, in the, I'm I'm born in the seventies, so like Gary Glitter was on the, uh, you know. He was on the radio a lot, and and his, and his songs were quite shite. No, they get in your head, don't they? I don't know if they were shit or not. They, they, well, they probably are shit. They, they. Yeah. But now I'll, I, I'll give you. you that. They listen. were earworms. Yeah, but you got songs like even the Christmas one, you know. And you can't listen Wh- which to that. Christmas it's good... one. Um, rock and roll Christmas. By Gary Glitter. So oh, it's a big. Okay. It was no, a big that's, that's... Christmas song. It's not one that and, I really remember, but carry on. I remember it. I remember it a lot. I'm a bit older than you, but like that's your problem. You you can't. Yeah, but I <laughs> I can't listen to it anymore because it's tainted. Do you know what I mean? So that, that's I was a bit, you know, when I found out when I read into it a bit because I wanted to talk about it, um, and I wanted to do all three in the series, and then I'm like, oh, should I do number two? Should I, you know, maybe I won't. So that was GP Creepers. The third one I watched because uh, our friends over at the uh, Final Guys had reviewed it, and it was Bekeep, the the Poughkeepsie tapes. I think that's how you say it. Poughkeepsie, yes, Poughkeepsie tapes, <laughs> which is a found footage. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know? No, no. Not? I just, it just have you seen me it? Of a different character. There's a character in Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie, <laughs> yep. and he used to say that word to well, try try and avoid his stutter. Yeah, to stop his stutter. It was a word that Poughkeepsie. stopped him. Maybe that's... I think that Poughkeepsie's a place in America. It is. Yeah. It, it, I think it's a borough in New York. But I've they, never heard they, any other person mention this, it besides you just now. This film is fucked. <laughs> Great. Uh, that, that's 
all I can say, because like, you know, the guys, the final guys said it was great and I, I kind of get it. it. It is good, but it's fucked. It's, it's like a serial killer and he has, he abducts people and he, he stores them in his basement or dungeon or whatever you want to call it. Um, and tortures them and makes them his kind of slaves and and it's found footage and it's absolutely fucking brutal mm-hmm. at times absolutely fucking brutal and then surrounding it there's like the police investigating it and this is like the found footage stuff and I won't give too much away I can hear you rolling one there Steve it's good I'm just trying um, to keep up with Graham's crap yeah, this like. microphone's so good I can actually hear <laughs> Stephen rolling a cigarette so. That was a point out, Stephen. I've got the noise gate on, and you should be hearing minimal of the crack pipe. But I can hear it. Well, that's disappointing. I heard it earlier. I heard the pipe. I dare, I dare say it may leak through occasionally. I'll have to turn give, the give noise one. gate up. <laughs> let's let's turn the noise gate off and give the listeners a full dose of the crack pipe. You really want the noise gate? <laughs> yeah, off. I want the, I want the full force. Give it a real lungful. Okay. That is beautiful. Yep. Can you hear that sounds, satisfaction? Sounds lovely. Sounds nice. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the benefit of a one flavor is it? What flavor is it? Heisenberg. Fucking hell. What, what flavor is that? Like crack? <laughs> that crystal meth. <laughs> kind of, kind of the idea. Crystal meth. <laughs> it is bright it is, blue, like is, crystal meth. Yeah, or like it is, it is that meth. light blue uh, crystal meth Breaking Bad color, um, but it, it, it's, <laughs> actually, it's actually it's actually blue, blue smoke. No, no, uh, unfortunately, nobody has figured out a way to make the vape come out a different color. Otherwise, that That's would actually amazing. be quite amusing. Um, yeah, but Turn uh, your lungs blue. As no, well. I, I think I think the ingredients are essentially um, blue raspberry and menthol. Nice. It's very tasty. It's very tasty. (laughs) So that is what Kev watched this week. Now, Mm. I don't know if you watched anything or not. You just say no. I watched fuck all. I did. What did you watch, Steve? I wonder whether I tell you. Well, I watched The Mask. Oh, that's a great movie. As in Jim Carrey. Yeah. Okay. Not not the other one. Well, there was a one where there was a lad. Isn't that the mask where he's? It's really mask. I think it's just oh, called yeah. mask. Is that, the, is that the one with share? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, here we go. Well, I watched that because that appeared on. The... How was sharing it? Was she good? Who? What? Oh, I watched the Witches of Eastwick as well. Oh, Cher, was sharing that or not? Yeah, she, she was. was. Yeah. Yeah. So you've gone for a right share thing this weekend. <laughs> well, no, because I wasn't watching the same version of Mask as you were. I know the film you mean now you say it, but no. I was watching Cameron Diaz and fucking Jim Carrey and, I don't know, That's a, other people. I think that was the, that was something was a, like Cameron Diaz's first movie, I think. Or certainly first yes. major movie, I believe. But Cameron Diaz is actually in the third film I watched this week. But... You wouldn't recognise it compared to that. Was it being and, John uh, Malkovich? Yes, it was. How did I and get I love, busy? I love busy. that film. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a bit. I watched that a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah, it's great. Because on so many it. levels, uh, it's with, just with the exception of John Malkovich, you know, there's some good name cast members in there, but you wouldn't recognise them. It's like John Cusack is virtually unrecognisable in that as well. Well, he looks like John Cusack after he's been living in, on the street for about six months. Yeah, but I, exactly, I could and, and him. I, I, you could probably Whereas say Cameron, the same Diaz. Cameron Diaz. No, that's that's a real stretch in her case. Not, I mean, partly. It's okay, so she's of, been on the street for twelve months instead. Yeah, and just like <laughs> lost any sense of <laughs> dress sense, or I mean, she looks quite big as well. In at times, I don't know. It's, she may well have put on weight for the role, you know. Who knows? But she wasn't looking her normal drop dead gorgeous self. Wow. Okay. So you had a busy weekend then? A bit busy week. Cameron Diaz is is pretty enough that you'll forgive her for being a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. but not being in a woolly <laughs> jumper covered in shit in a cage with a chimpanzee. How she chooses to spend her personal time is none of well, her Well, it business. wasn't her choice, I have to say. That was her <laughs> deranged husband. But what a great film. It's just so surreal and so... Uh, it is a beautiful film, I, I agree. It is just... I don't know, I don't really... I couldn't put it into words because it's so ridiculous, but it's... I think my favourite bit... I think my favourite bit, really... Is when Malkovich goes through his own portal <laughs> to the world. Of, you can tell up, I know the scene you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he ends up in a world that's just full of Malkoviches, and, he's, and everything like, anybody look, says is Malkovich. Yeah, everybody <laughs> it looks like him. Everything on the menu is Malkovich. It, the, the waiter comes, it goes Malkovich, 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 and he's like Malkovich. <laughs> 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 it's fantastic. And that's a silly. That's a silly bit. But then the whole film is really silly. But there's other things that are quite. This whole obsession with him becoming a puppeteer is just ah. Oh, that whole backstory of how Malkovich went from famed actor to artist in the form of the world. This world famous puppeteer, which has never been. I don't think has there ever been in history a world famous puppeteer. Not to my knowledge. But, but I think that's, probably... that, that says something about the celebrity anyway. I think that's part of the commentary that, you know, Rod if Hull. you've got that platform, then yeah, but it's and then they, you they decide made fun to... Of it's like, oh, Malkovich, he's done, well, a couple of movies, but then once he was a puppeteer, he was like this godly figure and reviewed in magazines and revered by the critical arts press and all this. I just loved all that. But well, Rod yeah, Hull they, they... was not on that level, wasn't he? <laughs> Do you, do you not think that? <laughs> what, 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 Paul went into his own mind? Well, Rod Hull was like... Oh, Rod Hull. Oh. I thought you said Paul. Yeah, he was like, no, no, not Paul. Paul, <laughs> Paul, Paul might have been, for all I know, but Rod Hull... Yeah. He, he was what? up there, mate. He was well, a puppeteer of that level. Puppeteer. Yeah, well, no, no, he, he was, was mainly there. famous for using his puppet as an excuse to grope everybody. <laughs> yeah. Until he wow. met well his finest moment was what was it he he, he was on I think the oh, Michael Parkinson show with Billy <laughs> Billy Connolly. And the story is that the bird he, he got the bird to go for Billy Connolly and the, 
Billy grabbed its neck and said, I'll tell you what, Emu, you come near me, I'll break his arm and your fucking neck. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. It's a, it's a clear case of pick your target. Yeah, so. and he did, and it picked him. <laughs> so, Graham, did you watch anything this week? Um, well, I watched Sinister. Yes, I've been Sinister. <laughs> Um, Other than sinister, honest to God, uh, between one thing and another, I haven't watched a lot this week. Really, out, not least not out of the ordinary. You know, I mean, I've been on. That's a no. Then move on. <laughs> I've been on. Well, that's YouTube. fine because, like, yeah, I, I watched. Well, no, I, I will tell you what I have watched. Um, yeah. Embarrassing as it might be, because I've been scraping the bottom of the barrel uh, for things to have on as background noise. So this week I've mostly had um, in the background Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> from. Like, from I could have thrown series... so many cocks in then. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All I was thinking was butt plug, butt plug, then. cock, butt plug. I've had Buffy the Vampire Slayer from season one playing endlessly in the office in the background. Um, I'm I'm up to nearly up to the end of series five. No, wow! From series one, from series one, yeah, it may have been happening oh, for a couple brilliant. of weeks. Um, uh, even even to the point where I got fed up with every every because I, I kind of like to have the visual in the corner of my eye whilst I'm working. She's quite nice. Yeah. Oh well, there, there is that. You know, personally, I was a bigger fan of Alison Hannigan, but there we go. Um, <laughs> anyway, I've I've gone to the measures of installing a third monitor that's on a raised platform now, so that I don't have to keep switching between windows when I'm working. So yeah, I I know I wow. am that guy. Free monitor man. Free <laughs> Just monitor. watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Just well, to watch yeah, anything a dedicated, I'm to watch. A dedicated screen for Buffy. How many series <laughs> yeah. of that are there? Uh, nine, I think. I might be wrong. Mm. I might be wrong. Anyway, um, but I'm sh I'm, I'm going to pick up something different once I've run out of that. I, I I I the last thing I was watching on on the end of Sloop was Scrubs. Nice. Have you ever watched um, True Blood? No. Uh, it might be. There's a lot of vampires in that. You might enjoy that. I'm not. And there's uh, not some very nice ladies in it. It's not like it's I'm a very nice vampire film or program fan. It's just you know. I mean, I you know, this is harking back to my childhood. I'm almost kind of rewatching it to think, why the hell did I enjoy this when I was 16, 17, 18? And and there are some you clear reasons. Sarah Michelle Why Gellar. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar I'm and Alison Hannigan. Uh, and, that bloke from the, mouse. and that bloke from the coffee adverts. <laughs> no? Do you hear the tumbleweed falling, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I might start smashing Danger Mouse next week. Do so. I not? What? Danger Mouse is great. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, Danger Mouse is good. I had to, I, but, you know, it's a tough call. Danger Mouse or Count Duckula. Yes. Yeah, but about this bloke from the coffee adverts, that is him, isn't it? Which, which bloke from which coffee adverts? Well, 
Oh, ha- ah, I have a vague memory. Yes, I think I think Anthony Stewart Head may well have appeared in some coffee adverts for Nescafe. Yeah, there was a when whole they were series running of them. them like a soap opera. Yeah, it was like, will they or won't they? Yeah, can I can I borrow your sugar, etc. That was him. Yeah, did it ever that? come to an end? Tumbleweed think... my ass. Up yours. No. I, I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it it was a slow burn, Stephen. But I think you might be right. Although I'm always right. I, I know I, I'm right. I, I'm, I I always remember Nigel Havers being in coffee adverts as well. He's the one I really associate with the the the, the whole, yeah, you know, coffee and soap opera. But he wasn't well, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, we're he at wasn't. one hour ten. We're at one hour ten. <laughs> right. Okay, let's shut the fuck up. <laughs> that that's the <laughs> shut up call. <laughs> that's brilliant. Now, can we move on to what we're going to watch next week? Now, mm. I probably should have text to one of you because it's not me who's making the decision so it's one of oh. you two um now this week was paul hang on and so it's oh, probably right. yeah. you steve it's really probably no you. no oh graham one, one, one of you needs to choose a film it's not graham. me is it i don't think well, it's me I, well i, I thought I, it was you but is it me i thought it was but I, i'm not sure I have prepared some ideas just in Go case. Where do we do, do Graham? Where do Graham? And I can do the week after. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, if you're yeah, happy with Graham. that, I'm. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. My, my suggestion. I'm going to go slightly more mainstream. I think okay. than yeah. some previous suggestions. I'm going to say 1408. Yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah. Is it on Netflix? No, but I have got it on DVD. Uh, if you want to borrow it, the I've only, got to the, buy the, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have you seen it already? <laughs> um, I is it the one with uh, John Cusack? Yeah, John Cusack. Yeah, and yeah. Samuel well, Jackson asking... as well, which is always a, a a good vote. Wasn't he in? Weren't they in Cell together as well? Was that another one they did? I, I don't know about that one. Not one. Why would you ask Kevin if he'd already watched it? If it was anything more than it. if it was anything more than a day ago, he's not going to remember any of it. No, you're right there. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 I think it's relatively mainstream, although or at the same time slightly obscure. But I would like to stipulate one condition mm. on it. Yeah. That you have to go online and find the original cinematic ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, yeah. the, the DVD... 2007 movie, yeah. Theatrical ending. The, the DVD release had an alternate ending to the one I saw in the cinema. Oh, okay. And I'd be interested to see what we all thought of the two endings. Which one we preferred. I'll have to have a look. Well, I can watch it anyway. On... Yeah, I've added there are ways of watching here, movies. I've, I've probably really yeah. overstepped that. This could be my last Bones Horror podcast. <laughs> no... No, it's been great having you on, Graham. Appreciate it. Um, it's been a lot more positive. There's not been any aggressiveness I've found tonight. Um, it's been good. Well, not not towards you, Kev. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been really good. You shouldn't treat, so, treat your audience badly. Yes. Um, we had, didn't have as many. Again. It's been a bit slower this week. and I don't, I don't know kind of why. It might, it might have been... 
because it was hereditary. No, that's because um, the pubs are open. <laughs> do you think so? People are not listening to us. Yeah, who's got um, time for this shit if the pub's open? No, exactly. Well, well, I would have because I haven't shit. been to the pub. <laughs> what? I'm exercising caution, pub, yeah. remember? I haven't, been, I haven't been to the pub yet either. So. No. It, it, oh. That's a good idea because all the drunk people are going to be <sighs> like hugging and kissing each other while they're pissed. Um. And just what? spreading COVID-19, and we can only hope it's like natural selection. Well, Southampton was the number one in the UK for more people getting ill. Oh. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Leicester's I already about, on a local about, lockdown, so it couldn't be there. Yeah. I live about 10 miles from there. Right. But anyway, thank you, everyone. Hmm. Pleasure. Hmm. That was episode 11 yeah? Sinister. I don't yeah. know. You're the one who's counting. Are you asking me? I, I am counting. I am. I'm, yeah. Episode. I can't believe we got to episode 11. Episode <laughs> 11, Sinister. And next week we will be reviewing 1408. Awesome. Um, yeah. So many thanks for listening, our American viewers, listeners. Cletus, Seabass. Thank <laughs> you. And we'll, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Later, dude. Bye.